Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? (laughs) What's going on, David? God, man, not much. We just started joking around here. We just—I brought the energy. Yeah. I brought you, the energy. You brought the energy, and I was here for it. Here's what I did. Here's what I did. No. Just to be sure that I was ready for the show. Yeah. Because you can't hang out at home. No. You know, and then expect to be ready to do the Pensino podcast. Not a not a show of this caliber. So. <laughs> caliber. So Kayla and I drove to Brooklyn, New York today. Last night. Oh. And we, she went Christmas caroling with my mom, Grandma, oh. Grandma Robin, and Whoa. all the other old bats out there on Park Place in Brooklyn. Wow. Yep. It was great. And we got rejuvenated, well-fed, slept like a baby in my old childhood home. And then I came back ready to rock. And all day long, people wanted me to do stuff. And all day long, I was like, nah, man, I'm resting up. PCP to do Right. Later. I'm resting up. But I was given a... Uh, hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- it was a proposition? I love, the, I love the hypotheticals that people bring to you. Yeah, in either or. Right, right, right. They said, would you rather mm-hmm. for a whole year mm. on Friday night, and it would have to be dark when you did it, mm-hmm. have to go sing five Christmas carols mm-hmm. in front of someone you work with's house? Mm-hmm. By yourself or with a group? By yourself. Oh, okay. And the songs would be picked out for you. Right, right. And... It would have to be after dark, so in the summer it's, sure. it's going to be late. Sure, for a whole year, or or sometime over the year, <laughs> ten times decided by someone else. You have to walk up to someone on the phone and hang up the phone on them. This is what you do during your day. Right. Well, this, this is what was asked. Of this me. is what you and your friends do while you're supposed to be working. Yeah, let's call them coworkers. <laughs> But my instant, my, Chris Hall. Yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't there. No, so okay, thank God. right, because he was sick. Yeah, he's sick. Poor bastard. Yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to know why we right. didn't record on Sunday, right? Because Chris Hall was sick. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I was ready. I had been to Brooklyn the night before Saturday uh, night. <laughs> rested up. Rested up. Christmas Carol. The whole like, thing. We, you told Kayla we got to right. do it again. Right. We got to go again. Yeah. Yep. All right. So anyway, what? How did you answer that? Well, my instant answer, I said, easy. Yeah. I'll. I'll just hang up on people. It's less work for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's it. That's right. And then they were like, well, so you'd rather the owner of the company's in there on a special phone call and we tell you, okay, guy, go hang up on him. Yeah. But the thing, the catch was when they ask you why you did it, you weren't allowed to say why. So remind me, what was the first option? Caroling how first many option, times? Every Friday every night? Friday no, for absolutely not. I'll go hang year. up on my boss. I don't care. 52 times? You gotta walk over to your boss and yeah. hang up in the he's in the middle of the biggest meeting she. of the year. She. Amy. Amy. <laughs> this is the biggest <laughs> biggest right. Mm-hmm. Biggest deal. Mm-hmm. She's about right. to save a baby's life. Right. And I gotta hang up and the phone. She's like, all you have to do is save this baby's life. And I gotta do this five to, times. And ten you times. Ten times. Well, not just to her, just yeah. be some, like yeah. sometimes someone will just be like, 
someone's on the phone. Now you have to go hang up the phone. Absolutely, I would do that. Yeah. And then I would get a reputation for being a jerk and people would leave me alone. <laughs> See, I was like, I don't care if people think I'm a jerk. But then I was like, oh, man, but I don't want to lose my job. Then I was like, all right, fine. I just do the caroling. You know what I love about you? I love how serious you take, like, hypothetical rhetorical situations. Right? Like, David looked really stressed just now when he's like, I don't want to lose my job. Right. <laughs> he's really stressed. Like, oh, so my then God. I said, then I'm like, I'm going to do caroling. And they're like, well, you have to dress up. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Where and did we'll all be, these secret conditions come like, from? It, it's, you know, to be dark, so to be late, you'll annoy people. And I'm like, whatever. Once they hear my voice, they're not going to oh, care. Yeah. They're going to be throwing change out the window. Right. Stay all like, night. There's, there's no way that I go the whole year doing this without like four proposals. Right. And right. probably a record deal. And you know what else? What? There's no business like, like show business. business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into this. All right. So listen, first of all. Yeah. We're, we're adopting a holiday schedule. Yes. For all of our friends, yes. no matter yes. what yes. you celebrate. And by the way, what are we? Third or fourth night of Hanukkah. Mm. So. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And we're just but a few days away from Christmas. 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 And so what we're going to do is we're going to do this episode. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's two episodes in three weeks. So right. pick whichever week you want. We skipped that week. Yeah. Did we skip last week or are we skipping next <laughs> well, week? Well, it depends when you listen. Yeah. So the next time we record right. will be January 2nd. Well, let's just say the next time we record will be in 2023. Yeah. Right. On the other side of oh, the madness. So don't expect it the first Monday of the year. It's gonna be like the first it's gonna Tuesday be like a prank. You never know. That shit could drop at twelve oh one AM on January first. <gasps> what if we record that episode right now? Like when we finish this episode, I mean, record another episode in the past. Just well, I mean in the, the future it'll have been the past. Yeah. Right. Predict some news, some fake news, and then drop it at twelve oh one. Well, I gotta tell you, my original idea for this. Yeah. If we would have had, there's not a whole lot of things going on because obviously holidays. If there had been more stuff going on, we would have done a normal episode today than what we have for our special mm-hmm. Christmas thing that we'll get into here. Mm-hmm. I would have just been like, let's just record this short little thing and release that. But as it turns out, it's going to be one big Had an even better idea. Shindig. So here's what we're doing today. Yeah. Today is one of my, it's one of my two favorite episodes. Right. My first favorite episode is every year when we look ahead to what's coming up next year. Mm. Although <laughs> that often leads to hard feelings. <laughs> because one of us is usually right about stuff. And then there's David. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Well, you did have some, you got some pretty good yeah. right ones this year. Yep, I, I got Maverick. a couple. Yep. Yep. I'll give you Avatar. Okay. So anyway, so what we're doing this week is my second favorite show, which is The Look Back. Mm. So we're going to look back. David and I, one of us prepared a printed out written list of their top 10 movies. And and then David also brought a list on his phone. Yeah. One of us cares about the trees. I mean, right. (laughs) Right. You know, nature (laughs) and the ever going life of the universe. It's like when the waitress says, would you like a straw with your drink or do you care about the turtles? (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, I don't see any turtles. Hey, what fucking turtles are you talking yeah, about? seriously, come on. <laughs> what turtles? As you serve him a hamburger. You know what I hate <laughs> is when they give you, they don't even give you an option. They give you those paper straws. They always taste funny. Yeah. What's the problem in the ocean is just like a little PSA here, public yeah. service announcement. The problem in the ocean is not the straws. It's the turtles. It's the fishing. 
I mean, all the plastic islands that you see all these stories of, that's not plastic like straws. That's fishing equipment. Is it? It is. Well, you do know you are a surfer. <laughs> I am. A man of the sea, as right. I like to say. <laughs> right. You have sailed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and surfed. And surfed. I, let's just, you know, a little personal look back on 2022. Yeah. At the beginning of 2022. You hadn't sailed. I was but a land blower. Yeah. Yeah. Now I am a surfer sailor, a we sailor like, surfer. You have to get your sea legs. Right. So then you learn how to sail. And <laughs> right. you're like, better yet, I can Ooh. stand on the water. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's, I'm like a whole different person. It basically, sometimes I walk in, I'm like, Pat, hey, Pat? Is, that, is that you? <laughs> okay. Cool. I wonder, oh, I just blew my own mind. I wonder what's in store for 2023. Isn't that exciting? Like, isn't that like just the most exciting thing ever? Like, what is in store for David Moulton? What's in store for Penn Ketchum? Right. Top 10, Frodo, oh all of God. you, all of us. I imagine by the end of 2023, mm. this will be Penn Ketchum and Rory hosting <laughs> the Pensadome podcast. Are you, is, this your, or is this your cute way of submitting your resignation? No, I'll be forced out. Oh. <laughs> It'll be just a change. You'll act like it never happened. It'll be like a remote. There'll be all these like like uh, like <laughs> theories online about what really right. happened. To, what really right. happened to David? Why did he exit? Was there a falling out? Right. Rory forced him out. He was forced out by Rory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sympathy, Probably sympathy for David. But they'll be the David haters, right? The David yeah. haters. We've like been Penn, Penn knew what he was doing the he whole time. Got rid of him years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It was just a matter of time. Right. Once he said that thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> once he came out against what's the movie you hate? Morbius. Morbius. Once he came out against Morbius, we, we knew the yeah. show couldn't survive. Yeah, I mean, right. not against that kind of thing. No, right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a regular show, yeah. and we're going to do um, the, a brief bit on news, and then we have good trailers, and then we're going to review Avatar, The Way of Water, mm-hmm. and then we're going to do our top 10, our 2022 top 10 lists. Yeah, I'm excited because mine was way different than I thought. I, here's a, I don't want to, like, we'll talk about it when we get to the lists, but I had to Google some of these titles to remind myself, like, did I see that movie? Did I like that movie? What was that movie? What was the deal with that? Well, I went off the list. I looked up, and you had sent me a box office list, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't think this this has everything. Like, this is everything that fit the box office, but I don't think it had everything that was in theaters. Okay. It felt like it was missing stuff. Okay. So was, it, I, was it? So I looked it up online, and I was like, I don't know. It just... I. I mm. found one that was broken down by what came out per month. Gotcha. And it was a little bit easier for me yeah. to remember. Yeah. And then after looking at that, I was like, oh, man, I don't remember. So I went and looked at, at our episodes oh. to see what we had yeah. seen. Here's, and there were a couple that I was like, oh, yeah. Here's what I'm scared of. Mm. And I think there's a decent chance it could happen. <laughs> I'm scared that we reviewed a movie and I said I didn't like it. And now it's on my top 10 list. Oh, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I guarantee you. That's happened. And some people are like, well, what do you think Penn's top 10 list? I was like, I don't know. He saw Avatar, so probably all 10 of them are Avatar. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get into top 10 lists, but spoiler alert. Yeah. Avatar is not on my top 10 list. Ooh. It's not even on the list. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get, get into, into the news. news. Oh, uh, oh, man. Who we can never, to who? We can never break up. I know. Come on. Where's, Rory. Rory could never do this. Fuck Rory. Yeah, he had this long hair and his, <laughs> right. his surfer, his ways. surfer <laughs> ways. Yeah. All right. All right. Last time we spoke about 
DC. We were like, things are falling apart. Yeah. And to the degree that they were falling apart, it was just kind of comical. Right. Right. But since then, uh, they officially announced Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Out. Yeah. He, that there is, there are plans for Superman. J.J. Uh, Abrams is heading him up, uh, but Henry Cavill is out. And it seems like they moved on in an amicable way. Henry Cavill did say. He posted like a real classy yeah. thing. They both did. Yeah. And, and Henry Cavill did say that he was told to announce, that he could announce it before anything had been concrete. And, uh, you know, so it was a bit of a jump the gun. Uh, then there were people like, oh, he quit He quit The Witcher to do Superman. But I was like, I think that was just coincidental. Mm. He wanted out of that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other news that came out today was that Zachary Levi says Shazam still around. Mm. And I think they've kept it disconnected enough that that's totally possible. The problem with Black Adam, even though it wasn't profitable, uh, enough to make more, you, you know, The Rock's been lying his ass off all over the place, uh, which he's now backpedaling on. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like any of that. Yeah, that's been crazy. Like, I don't care how much your movie makes. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't pay attention to it or it's not relevant, but what I'm saying is it's not the movie star's job mm-hmm. to comment, you know, and talk. Me. The movie either made or it didn't make whatever it made or didn't make. Right. right. I don't need you to spin it to start talking about all these things yeah. right right yeah but uh if anything having henry cavill in was like the nail in the coffin since he's not going to be anything connected to him it's not right. going to be mm. continued um and so anyway what's the i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead what's the news with wonder woman i thought i read something that um what's her face made some kind of comment like wonder woman 3 is dead in the water yep. and like she's out she's out uh patty jenkins is out they went to her and they said, we, need, we want you to, to rework this hmm. uh, to fit. And she said she would not rework it. And so they said, okay, then you're ya. Audi. Now, as far as I'm aware, um, Gal Gadot is still attached. Oh, okay. Uh, as of right now. Okay, so it was a directing thing. It's a director, okay. yeah. All right. So I guess we'll see. All right, you want me to take this next one? Do you know this next one? Oh, yeah. Anna de Armas fans may have changed trailers forever. Can you elaborate on that? Well, you see, there's these fans of Anna de Armas. Yeah. And they got these trailers. First off, who is Anna de Armas? God, David. She's a famous Hollywood actress. And she has been in what things? Movies. Such as? (laughs) Excellent movies. (laughs) I mean, if you had to name one. My favorite? Like, you want me to name a name? Yeah. Like the title. Yeah, of a movie. Right, of like a movie. One movie. Starring Anna de Armas. It doesn't even have to be starring. She was in it. She was in it. Yeah. King Converse Godzilla. God, I can't even argue with that because I don't know if it's true. <laughs> the only one I know, wait, wasn't she, what did, who was it that just played um, uh, Madonna? She, she's on the other foot now, isn't it? No, but she was in um, She was in the last Bond movie. <laughs> I have no idea. And I came up completely empty. No, she was in the last Bond oh, movie. Oh, okay. She was the American like spy that teamed up with him for a little bit. Yeah. She was in... Yes, you're absolutely correct. She was also on Netflix and in Blonde. That's it. She was in Blonde. And she was in Knives Out and Blade Runner and The Gray Man. Mm. 
She is one of those actresses that I, like if you showed me a picture of her, I'd be like, that's Anna Darmus. And then as you saw just but a moment ago, if you said name one movie she's been in, I'd come up empty. Yeah. But I think what's funny about this exchange right now is that my problem with this headline is not really the fact that I couldn't name what movie she's in. It's the fact that the headline makes no sense. So she has these fans Mm -hmm. and they may have changed trailers Right. Forever. This was shorthand for oh, me to do. I got you. So wait, no, no, no. I think I can do this. I okay. can do this. So yeah. Anna de Armas made a movie trailer and her fans mm-hmm. reacted in such a way that now people who make trailers are going to make different. They're going to make trailers differently from here on out. What if I can say, what if I told you they are legally obligated to make trailers different from here Ooh, on out? Explain. Okay. So here's what happened. Anna Darmus has what we would call fans. Right. Uh, and these fans are mostly interested in things other than her acting. So it's a lot mm. of angry fanboys mm. that will see anything that she's in just for to see her. Mm. Now, there was a pre-trailer mm. for a movie that we saw and reviewed called Yesterday. Oh, I remember that movie. Yesterday. Yeah, it was great. In the trailers... It was alluded that there was a subplot because there was originally a subplot starring Anna de Armas, but her subplot and character was completely cut from the film. Mm. So there was a small fraction of people who saw the movie, specifically the people who did the lawsuit, rented the movie from Amazon Prime. They didn't even see it in the theater, but they only rented it because of her. Mm. Uh, they sued for, I think, something around like $5 million. <laughs> and they won. Uh, they, because uh, the trailer is uh, a form of a promise of what you are getting if you spend your money. And thus, it, it was false advertising. Mm-hmm. So going forward, companies may be more prone to make more accurate trailers. We talk about this all the time. With Dune. The, well, with, I mean, that was the most recent big example. Well, no, see, that wasn't a lie. It, it, They had clips of Zendaya making it seem like there was a lot more in it, but it delivered all of, she was in the movie. Oh, 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 I and see. And those clips were there. I see. It, it was your assumption that she was right. going to be there more because you didn't know the story. Right. But we have seen many movies, especially like superhero movies or even Let's let's even just look at Marvel, who uses they lie in their trailers all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, let's look at Thor, Love and Th- Thor Ragnarok. Like, there's a bunch of scenes where he has both eyes, but he loses his eye early on. Mm-hmm. So, like, they hide stuff in their trailers all the time, and there's stuff that's not actually in the movie that they put in the trailers, yeah. which you don't think you know where it's going. So, I don't think any of that's. Like yeah. anyone's getting that angry about it, but hypothetically, yeah. these marketing companies, because marketing right. companies make the trailers, yeah. can get sued now. There's a legal precedence to not put in, to not allude to things that are not actually going to be in the movie. That's wild. Yeah. Do you remember when you saw the Spider-Man trailer? The original Spider-Man trailer? When you texted me and said, I just saw the Spider-Man trailer and it's amazing. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. And then you sent me a picture of a truck with a trailer on the back of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I should sue you. 
Yeah. That was totally misleading. I was right. like, oh, that's great, dude. He saw the trailer. Oh, well, well, no, I did. De- see I a trailer. Did, I did deliver a Spider-Man trailer. You're right. <laughs> not a true. Spider-Man movie trailer. Not the trailer I expected see, to see. See, that's, that's an assumption. Yeah. Uh, so I own that. that. I didn't. I Yeah. Like, I didn't say, look at this Spider-Man trailer and then show right. you a trailer right. of, of J. Jonah Jameson for three minutes. Right. Without Spider-Man. No, that would be the worst. That'd be different. Right. Yeah. All Spider-Man. right. Well, here endeth the news. That's the news. And one might even say that there could be a little alert, something along the lines of... Oh, he did the move. Faked you out again. Trailers. So we have uh, five trailers. One I haven't watched. One that you didn't watch. I don't don't think I did. Maybe I did. did, Maybe I do. Maybe I didn't. Let's start with that one. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Maybe I did. Maybe okay, I did, maybe so I we're going to start with a movie called Maybe I Do, mm-hmm. which comes from a very small movie studio called Vertical. Mm-hmm. And it stars, this looks like, well, first of all, it's another pizza movie. In other words, you've seen it before. But the reason why I'm mentioning it is because I did, the reason why I chose to include it is because, well, first of all, it's a movie trailer. But second of all, I did laugh out loud. What's this one about? So this one is like a romantic comedy and it stars Emma Roberts and Diane Keaton and um, William H. What's his name? William H. Macy? Yeah. Yep. And the, the premise is there's this boy and this girl, and they begin dating. And what you find out at the crux, at the moment of truth, which is what the trailer is basically about, so the premise, is that the parents of the girl have been cheating on each other with the parents of the boy unbeknownst <laughs> to each other, right? So the wife of the, the daughter's wife or the daughter's mom is cheating on, is cheating with the boyfriend's dad and vice versa. The daughter's dad is cheating with the boy's mom and they, they all come to dinner, you know, at the house and start arriving and chaos ensues. Wow. It looks like a pretty dumb movie, but like I said, first of all, those those are all good actors. Yeah. It's a funny premise, and the trailer, at least, made me laugh out loud. I mean, it was funny. You know, it was really funny. So, uh, like I said, this is a cheeseball cheeseball movie, like clearly, you know, but pretty good. Let's not say our trailer of the week until we're done. Okay. Don't even allude to it. Okay, I won't. Okay, the next one is a surprise. Okay. It's called 65. Starring Adam Driver. And maybe you think dinosaurs are great, but Jurassic Park's just not doing it for you anymore. Right. Maybe you want <laughs> something a little bit more like... Have I got a movie for you. Crazy. Right. Right? And maybe you like sci-fi mm. adventure. Mm. Right? Maybe you thought Adam Driver was amazing in Star Wars. Right. I want to see him in more things. Right. Uh, this is a movie... You're like, oh, he's trying to colonize a world. Yeah, we've right? seen this before. Yeah, but then wait a minute. No, no. Crash landed. Right. What, what's going on? Dinosaurs <laughs> all over. And a little girl. And obviously, where did she come from? She was looked like she was one of the people that he's trying to protect. But did he? Was she a stowaway in his plane, or was she somehow on this mysterious planet? So I no. I, okay, I don't know. But what I thought I understood is he was, he had a ship of colony people in cryo. Oh. And she's oh, just oh. one of the gotcha. people, for whatever reason, has to come out of cryo. The other people are there, but they're oh, still okay. asleep. Gotcha. I, did, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I could be wrong, yeah. but I feel like that's yeah. what it is. That, that would make sense. I thought this looks incredibly 
wacky uh, premise wise, but uh, very good at the same time. I like, think if this, I totally want to watch it. If this movie starred Nicolas Cage, mm. it would be terrible. Oh yeah. The fact yes. the fact that it stars Adam Driver makes me think it's going to be great. Right. And it opens in March, and the reason why they call it sixty five is because the planet that they crash land on is 65 million years old. Yeah, the, the beginning of the trailer makes it seem like it's an alien planet, but then you find out it's our past. Right. So are they from our future, or are they how humans got oh, to Earth? Oh, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Mm. We'll find out. Yeah, in March. March 65. Right. Yeah. Next up is Oppenheimer. Mm. Christopher Nolan's big summer blockbuster, which they dropped a trailer in time for... They're hoping that we're going to play it on all these Hollywood or um, holiday titles, mm. you know, over the next ten days or so. So Oppenheimer stars Cillian Murphy, who we remember from a variety of Christopher Nolan movies, right? Um, also from Peaky Blinders, John Jiggle Oppenheimer Schmidt. Yes, as yeah. a matter of fact, that's exactly who he plays. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is, I feel like this movie is going to focus more on the atom bomb and less on the song. Although yeah. I think the song, the jingle, certainly should totally should warrant. Maybe they're yeah. saving that for a prequel. You know what? Probably they probably have a slow down, like dramatic <laughs> version, dramatic right. version of it over the credits. Right. <laughs> John Jacob Oppenheimer. His name. Jingle Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this was like a kind of a teaser trailer, but also did reveal like a little bit. It's more. We had like a super teaser one. This it's, one was right. a lot more. Yeah. This was more than a teaser. Let me say this about this movie. About that. That. Uh, this. The, like this looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, so who is it? It's a Christopher Nolan makes amazing trailers and doesn't always follow through, um, which has me skeptical. But this trailer is really good. And then the other part of me is like, man, I don't, this, is, this might be tough to watch because, like, nuclear bombs are scary. <laughs> like, just a whole, like, I yeah, mean, thank goodness there's not a Cold War going on right now because that must have been, like, right. intense. Right. You know? No, you're right. You're right. It's definitely, um, they're going to have to treat it with a lot of respect to be able to tell yeah. the story without glamorizing, you know, war and fire and all the yeah. people that we killed in Japan. Right. I did see um, an interesting quote from the guy who made Napalm. Mm. Um, it was from a book that I had to do with this topic of like people who created things that then went on to be horrible. And he was like, I created a- Were we featured in that? Yeah. <laughs> we were the first chapter. Chapter one. The Penson of Podcast. <laughs> you won't believe how it, many lives it ruined. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> yeah. But he said, it was, I, I don't know for ver, verbatim what, what it was, but his thing was like, I, I created a better burning fuel, and for that I should not carry a blame. But what you should focus on is the people who weaponize things. Mm. They're the ones that- mm. You know, just because I created something that should have been a benefit to us and it was used wrong doesn't mean that I should be blamed for it being used wrong. I wonder how Oppenheimer intended the bomb to be used. I guess I we'll mean, have to we'll watch find the movie. Out. Yeah. Again, watch so we're going to find out about find dinosaurs, find out about yeah. Jingle Oppenheimer Schmidt. Yeah, so dinosaurs, atom bombs, and... This one? If you would have told me that this trailer would have been... Anything that I would have smiled at, right? I would have been like, "Yeah, I doubt it. It'll be a trailer." Right. But I love the Kubrick 
opening to yeah. the Barbie trailer. The theme to 2001 yeah, and comes on. The little girls like the monkeys smashing yeah. their old Barbies. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and immediately I was like, man, I want to see this movie. Like, yeah. I don't know where it's going, right. but already they've nailed a, a angle of humor that has me interested. Right. And then I received a letter about, from my mom about how horrible it is, and I think she said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> so, Shady lady. Yeah. So my mom's not big on the Barbie. Um, Listen, um, let's review who all's involved. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Like, they're both incredibly talented, incredibly serious, successful good actresses and directors and writers, et cetera. And Greta <clears throat> Gerwig shares the first name of your favorite movie. Right. Greta. Right. Yeah. The only name of my favorite movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Who used to be your favorite actress. Right. Until I saw another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that you'd seen Greta. <laughs> she was my favorite actress until I saw Saoirse Ronan. And then, right. yeah, gone. Right. right. But the most recent movie that I've seen is Babylon. So now Margot is back to is back, my favorite. Back, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. The next trailer is A Good Person, which comes out in March. And did you watch this? Yeah. Yeah. Remind me. What A Good Person is? I watched the movie, but I can't. I can sort of picture the trailer, person, but I don't remember the premise. They usually have a beard. <laughs> Maybe close a podcast with you. Right. Right. Names usually David. Right. <laughs> Drive funny looking cars. Yeah. Right. That's a great person. Right. Cross right over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right past good <laughs> yeah, into great. great. Right. Yeah. My no, bad. A good person. This is it. Um, it stars our girl, whose name always falls out of my head just as I go to say it. Ah, I love her. Yeah. And she plays. Black Widow's sister. Oh, oh! this is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, thank you. And she, the premise of this movie is, it looks pretty heavy. She's in it with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. This is a drama that actually looks really good. And now that you connected those dots for me, I can report that there's some death early yeah. in the movie that the two of them are related differently. One's a friend, one's a grandfather, etc. more. So she's engaged mm-hmm. and she's on a drive with her soon-to-be sister-in-law isn't an accident the sister-in-law dies which causes the her whole life plans to fall apart right uh she's no longer with the guy right. whether or not he breaks up with it or, or she whatever the father uh of the girl who died the girl who died right. hates her mm. uh, for it and now the father is also raising the granddaughter of the or the right. daughter right. of the person who who died yeah and she winds up going to some sort of AA or some some sort of therapy meeting. Yeah. And he's already there and he is like, look, you should probably be here. You know, he puts the olive branch out. Yeah. And then they kind of wind up supporting each other yeah. and getting closer. This movie looks really good and I'm sure that it's going to be terrific, but I do have one problem with it. Yeah. Is it her hair? No, no. The, there's a scene where Morgan Freeman chases her out of chases a boy out of the house, yeah. right? And we're supposed to believe that Florence Pugh is underage? No, that's that's the granddaughter. Oh, that's the granddaughter. Yeah. Oh. He's okay. raising a teenage girl. Okay, I thought he was yeah. trying, I thought they were trying to say that she was raising. No, because he's telling her the story oh, okay. over coffee. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, gotcha. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. 
All right, now I'm okay with this, but it still looks incredibly heavy. Movie, which is your movie of the week? My movie of the week is 65. Really? Or Barbie, but 65. 65. Mine is a good person. Really? Yeah. It's a Zach Brack film. It's exactly the type of movie we don't see anymore. Those, those pinkies out indie movies that like I go for. This hit all the right spots for me. I'm going to remember that you said pinkies out indie movies that you go for. Oh my gosh. While you're reading your top 10 list. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cause I guarantee you it's evident. My number one movie. Nobody had their pinky out. Is Avatar. Not one single Two. person in the whole place. What? Yeah. All right. All right. Speaking well, of Avatar. Yeah. Splish splash. I'm taking a bath. bath. <laughs> this is our max. Right. So first of all, shout out to all our listeners who wrote in emails referencing splish splash. I'm taking a bath. Right. This is IMAX. Yeah. Loved it. Um, Ken, how did you feel about this movie? Well, I think backward, back up. We got a, we got a reference. Let's put our okay. cards on the table. What format did you watch it in? I watched it in high frame rate 3D. I also watched it in high frame rate 3D. Right. And I loved it. Wow. I, I, I feel like there is a majority of people who I align with who feel that this is a stunning, beautiful, fun movie with it, it lacks like where it falls short is like storyline, like pretty predictable, pretty, you know, it's, it's not an exciting, um, wild ride in terms of the plot, but it's exciting enough of a wild ride visually and emotionally. And, you know, it's just, it's all over the place. It's wild. Um, I was into it. All right. Let's just say first off spoilers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So you were into it. Yeah. Um, I feel like the story is the only thing this movie's got going for it. Oh, you felt the opposite. Uh, I feel like high frame rate is abysmal. And uh, and I don't say that because the high frame rate is actually bad. What I say that for is because this movie is not fully high frame rate. It's only the underwater scenes are high frame rate. The rest of the movie is 24 frames per second. But because the projector cannot switch back and forth, they filled the 24 frames per second with extra frames, mm. which make it look like a bad PlayStation 3 cutscene. Mm. And it is so obviously bad that when the movie started, from the first scene, I was like, man, this does not look good. This doesn't even look as good as the first one. Mm. This is, and I immediately, my, I was like turned off to the movie. Mm. I was like, why did we wait 13 years for this movie to look this bad to the point where then we saw the underwater stuff and like, this is, this looks really good. This looks amazing. This is like hands down awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, what part of this movie needed to wait 13 years? And I'll get into it. Cause I think mm. I had to go look, find yeah. out. So but, David, you frequently state things with authority. Because mm, I deserve it. Right. As if your, your opinion yeah. is like well, I don't know if you know this or not. I have a fact. podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, so my experience uh -huh. was very different. I started the movie in high frame rate 3D and went in, you know, and sat and the movie started. And as soon as it started, I thought to myself, oh, my God, this looks amazing. This looks so good. This is so much better than even the last one. And I did not notice a switch between, 
Like you're sitting here saying it was so bad, it was awful, it looked like bad PlayStation Three. Yeah, and I'm telling well, it you, like PlayStation, not bad PlayStation Three. It looked like PlayStation Three. And then I'm telling you, I could not tell a difference. I could not tell when they were switching between 24 and Go 48 frames. Go back and watch frames. it again. You're, you'll see it. Now that you know that it's there, mm, you'll see it. I don't know. You okay. will see it. Well, I'll tell you this about that. Yeah. I'm not going to go back and watch it again because I don't have three hours. Uh, I mean, that's my problem with this movie. Yeah. I, I thought this movie was great, but I did not think it needed to be three hours. I So I I feel like if I watch it again, I'll watch it. 2D or IMAX? I would watch it 2D mm. or IMAX. But I actually, would not watch it in standard 3D. Actually, I just realized that I am going to be watching this movie again, and I'll be watching it in 2D. Yeah. Okay. I may see it in IMAX. I have some a friend that wants to see it in IMAX, and I was like, well, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my, my other issues with the movie are if they already knew that they were making at least one more with potential to make three more, mm. And now they're saying four more of them. Mm. Why is there so much bloat in this movie? Plot bloat. There's mm. so many, there's so much stuff shoved into this movie that it's too much. And so my only guess is that it's because they wanted to get the uh, predictable stuff out of the way. Mm. Or they wanted to close off ends or get past certain things and so they blew it into here so premise of the movie humans are back mm. the big bad from the last movie has been cloned and then his memory's been imprinted on the clone avatar and he's back but he even though they're like don't focus on jake sully focus on the mission he immediately focuses on jake only sully. focuses yeah. on jake i thought jake he sully. was a really compelling bad guy i really liked him i liked hating him sure yeah no i don't i don't have any problem with him but this movie has too many motives mm-hmm. for the bad mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. this the humans okay it's been like 16 years, right? Which mm. I love the idea that they took into account how long it takes for them to go back to Earth, mm-hmm. regroup, right. come back, because it's not like right. not Star like Trek. commuting. Yeah, yeah, it's like it takes, they have to go to sleep for years, they yeah. say. But so they show up back, and I get the whole reason for them to have to leave. The movie could have been humans are back, and they get forced out of their home and have to go way of the water wise. And then it could have been about them, even though the humans are back, it could have been about them adjusting to way of the water, maybe some other smaller conflict. And then the next movie, surprise, Big Bad from the first movie is back. Oh, I see. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But instead they're like, humans are back. But guess what? The humans aren't just back. The humans are here because the first movie they were here for unobtainium because it was this great fuel. Right. Now they're back, not for the unobtainium, but because Earth is dying and they're just going to bring everyone oh, here. Right, 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 right. They're just going to bring everyone to Pandora, right? Okay, all right, so that's a new motivation, fine. And then, then bring in the new bad guy, which brings in the whole question of if they could just imprint your memory onto a clone, why didn't they just do that for the avatars in the first movie? But... That aside, 
now you've got this new protagonist antagonist who just wants to kill Jake Sully. Yeah. That's like his whole motivation. And if you don't believe that's his whole motivation, the general is never seen again in the movie after the beginning. Mm. Funny side note, the actress thought that the movie had come out and bombed because it, she recorded her stuff so long ago <laughs> that she, there's an article about how she thought it had come out and nobody said anything because it wasn't good and they just didn't tell her. Uh, so she was happy that- She was great. I thought know. she was really good in that. Oh, role. yeah. 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 Now, they filmed one and two back to back. Yeah. Because there's also these stories about Kate Winslet beating Tom Cruise's uh, diving time underwater for filming of this. She held her breath for over seven minutes. Kate- Winslet? That's the other thing. Was Kate Winslet in this movie? I didn't think so. She is. Uh, She's. The, I didn't think Tom Cruise was in the movie. He's either. not. But he he had a diving record from the one where he had to dive in Mission Impossible. Okay. And she broke it. For this movie. For this movie. Gotcha. Okay. She's the wife of the Way of the Water tribe leader guy. Okay. Now you that know, you mentioned it, I can I can see the, the I can, Karen I with can the hear essential it. oils in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. She worked with James Cameron on one of his earlier movies. Yeah. The one about a boat. A boat. Yeah. There's a lot of water in that movie, too. Right. Rub-a-dub-dub, I'm in the right. tub. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Splish Splash. Yeah, that, that was, was Rub-a-dub-dub. Dub. Right, gotcha. Yeah. All right, um, so. So, I was getting somewhere. Okay, get there. Right, okay. Yeah. So, they've crammed all this in. Right. Right? So, now you, now what do we have for the plot? He's got, they got to learn to live with the way of the water people. <laughs> right. Right. Humans are coming right. to live on the planet. Oh, man. Humans have another motivation. Oh, my God. Plus the unobtainium still thing. Right. Right. And you have the big bad uh, Avatar man mm-hmm. coming. Right. Now you've got three bad motivations happening mm-hmm. all at once. So then middle of the movie, they're like, you know what? Let's use these whales to draw <laughs> everybody out. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they introduce whaling on this planet yeah. is the thing that scene was hard to watch mm. just because they did a really good job of humanizing the whales yeah so well james cameron's a big vegan well he's a big uh environmentalist environmentalist and as such a vegan don't speak for him no I, I'm, yeah, I'm he's on kidding. record yeah he was one of the producers of game changers yeah very much on record mm. yeah so anyway now they've introduced whale hunting as, <laughs> as one of the motivations for the bad guys, which is bad enough on its own, right? Right, because we love the whales. Because they're not part of the military. Well, we don't want to hunt the whales. Right. Come they're on. Not, they're not part of the military. Right. So right. Like, this is, oh, they're probably hunting them. That's how they're feeding all the humans on Earth, right? right? No. 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 Turns out they kill the whales, and then they drill, like, two liters of fluid out of their brain. And then... Now there's another motivation for humans because he goes, and this is this is the part that I was just, that I groaned at. He goes, this right here is worth eighty million dollars. This stops, this chemical stops aging. And then he turns to the camera and goes, it literally stops aging. And I was like, well, they just they had to repeat that twice, right there. Like, oh, in case you didn't hear this, and then they're like, this right. is the reason we're here now. Okay, okay. So it's not because Earth is dying. Right. It's not because of unobtainium. Right. It's not because of the guy who wants to get Jake Sully. <laughs> Those are all things, but we're really here for the whales. Right. Free Willy, right? <laughs> Free Willy. Right. Splish Flash. Splish Flash. So I'm just saying, there's all these things that are fine plots. On their own. On their own. Would have been fine plots on their own. Yeah, but right. they just jam them all into here, which yeah. I'm like, if you're going to do so many movies... You literally are taking away 
from any problem or any protagonist type thing because you have so many of them. I don't know which one to care about. Right. Right. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. Well, you know, you're articulating something that I experienced without realizing that I was experiencing it, which is that I did not experience an emotional investment at all throughout the entire movie because my response to your question, which one should I care about? My response unconsciously or subconsciously was I didn't really care about any of them. I carried about, I cared about each of the characters, right? You know, I got invested in the characters, but in terms of the plot points, like I just wasn't really like, it would have been funny if you asked me what this movie's about. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been yeah. able to articulate the four or five, six plot points. I would have been like, well, there are some humans and they burned down the tree. Exactly. The first one's easy. The humans want the mineral. Right, right. The Indians are on the mineral. Right, it's straightforward. Yeah. There's just too much. I will say the kids are fantastic in this. Every, yeah. Uh, And that's great. I thought uh, Sigourney Weaver playing the little girl is also great. I think one of the things as a movie lover... And as a theater owner that I liked and appreciated about this movie, curious to hear, is it was entertaining. Like, it was so entertaining. Like, it was so, like, you just get caught up. It's, like, exciting to see him learning how to dive with the fish animal horse thing. No. What was the fish animal horse thing called again? I don't know. Tell me one name of any of the kids. Yeah, you do. You do, because they're the same things that they were the banshees. The, The banshees are in the air. Right, but aren't there banshees, underwater banshees? Well, yeah, but they're not called banshees. Well, they're called underwater banshees. Oh, are they? Name <laughs> name one I, of the kids uh, outside I, of the human one. If you asked me to name a second character besides Jake Sully. Can you name his wife, the other character from the first movie? No. She's barely in it. I can't name, I cannot name a second character. That's also a problem. Right. That none of the characters are memorable enough. Right. Except for Jake. Except for Jake. And they're clearly bringing up his second son. I'm sure if they make seven of these movies, like they're talking, mm. eventually the son will be the main character. The son and mm-hmm. um, whatever. The moon. Yeah, the moon. And the, and the, the one that Sigourney Weaver plays right. will be the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen to Jake. Here's what I theorize. So this movie opens up a whole... Like, there's way too much going on, right? Right. right. But let's... Let's just assume. Let's accept that. Right. Accept that and assume that things will get simpler and could, less complex could but more be. meaningful. Could be. Because they wanted to get all of these things out of the way. Wait, isn't that, didn't that happen one, with one of the shows I was complaining about? This, a streaming show that was like too boring and too slow. And then, yes, it was the Game of Thrones, the second yeah, one. The second, what what yeah. was it called? House of Dragon. House of Dragon, right. Yeah. So maybe this is kind of like that. Right. So... I think that bad guy, a bad avatar guy, we already see him acting more and more avatar-like, and he got saved at the end by Spider. I think he's going to be... Is he coming around? Something's going to happen, and he's going to be like, the humans aren't on board with what I want to do. They're like, don't go after Jake anymore. Or the humans are going to be like, we've decided not to use your type of soldier anymore. And he's going to wind up becoming more native but not fully. Right. And eventually he'll be a thorn in the side for a couple of movies. And eventually he'll be like the anti-hero. Yeah. 
with them somehow. Yeah. Bigger brain thought is I don't understand why they didn't do the brain scan thing because the technology was there because right. they show that it happened during the first movie. I think Jake's going to die. Son's going to get brought up to take his place. Okay. Son number two, the one that didn't die. Just like Black Panther. Right. They're Because they're building that up, right? Right. But then introduce clone Jake Sully mm. that's not been corrupted by Natiri. Is going to have to battle cloned bad guy. No, no you know, well, yeah. And the son. The right. son's going to have to literally overcome his, his father. And clone bad guy is going to help him in the end. Very Star Warsian. Yeah, because they're going to bring him back and he'll have the memories of when he left, mm -hmm. when he was still a jarhead, mm -hmm. and they'll be like, you know, it'll, and they'll they'll keep him and train him and get him to the point where he's so brainwashed he doesn't even know. And then he's going to be the big bad because, and have all the plant life and everything will connect really easy with him because yeah. he's genetically the same as, right. as I think that's going to happen. Wow. Right? I mean, it makes perfect sense. You were done with this conversation 30 minutes ago. No, no, no. I just, I want to talk about our top 10 lists. But I'm fascinated again. This is why I said we could have done two episodes. There's, we could have done two full episodes. <laughs> but here we are, much like James Cameron, cramming, cramming a bunch of plot into plot. one yeah. episode. But I think it's fascinating. I just, it's it's interesting to me how differently our brains work. Because you say all that stuff. And as soon as it comes out of your mouth, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so obvious. But you didn't think about it. I didn't think of it. Right. Like, it never crossed my mind. Yeah, It's a different way of enjoying a movie. Yeah. Not no, either one is wrong well, or right. Well, except it's, that mine's right. You know, well, but other, other clearly, than that. Clearly. <laughs> neither one is right or wrong. Yeah. One is more wrong than the other <laughs> that's one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so I, was, I saw this with two people, and I, I thought I was going to walk out. First off, what do you remember what I said to you when I left here last time we recorded? No. You said, "What do you really think?" We we just talked about. Oh yeah. Said, what, yeah. Do you, what do you really think what about? What do you this? really think? And what did I? Do you remember what I said? No. I said I don't think there's any way that I walk out of that movie not liking it. And. And I walked out of the movie, not liking it. Interesting. Which is, which made it more disappointing because I know everyone's like expecting me not to like this movie. Right. But deep down, I expected to really right, like right, this movie. Right. I hear you. And. And I, it was the hype that I've been anti. Right. And I walked out going, that was really disappointing. Mm. Like, it's not horrible mm. by any means. And it might be more enjoyable in 2D. Mm. But I walked out going, man. And I saw it with two people that I thought were going to be really enthusiastic about it. One person said, I enjoyed the story and it was fine. And was like, just okay with that. Yeah. But didn't like the high yeah. frame rate 3D. The other person said... I would, he, he, he goes, it'd be interesting. He's, he said, if I would see it again, but I'm definitely never going to watch this movie again, I'd want to see it uh, in standard definition. Um, did you watch it in Theater 5 or Theater 13? 13. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the same place I saw it. Okay. So, um, I forget. Was it Trailer Master Jason? Somebody saw it in Theater 5, and we had technical problems with it. Oh, really? So it was really, it was really upsetting. It was opening night. It was the first, oh, no. like, yeah, it was brutal. And we were so upset because we quality checked it all day long. 
Right. Like we, we were in there checking all these things. And what happened was it played fine at the three thirty show. Everything was fine. Like we had quality checked it all day and then we kicked it off at three thirty, and everything worked fine. But then at the end of the first show, it resets back to the original settings. And then when the second show started, which was the 7 PM show, the queue to switch to high frame rate, there's a variety of cues when you start the file that tells you to turn on the lights, turn down the lights, open the curtains, close the curtains, yeah. put the volume on, put the sound, put it on this channel, put it on that channel. And the cue that makes you switch it from 2D to 3D, um, we think the cue was too close. It didn't pick up the, the high frame rate 3D cue. So the first time the movie played, everything had already been put in the correct settings. So it didn't really need the cues. Like right. if it when it missed that cue, it didn't really matter. It was already set. We had been messing with it all day, so it was already set. But when that first when that show ends, the closing protocol for that file, you know, resets all the settings back to like original. Yeah. And then the next movie, because because a lot of different movies. I mean that that theater is going to play high frame rate 3D. It's going to play Puss in Boots. You know, it's going to play. I heard the bells. Like over the holidays, it's going to play right. all those movies. So when you when the movie finishes, you reset all the settings. You know, back to essentially zero. And then, so when the 7 p.m. show went, that's when we discovered. Now, what what we did was we moved the queue five seconds later into the setting, and it's it. it's been fine ever since. Yeah. But anyway, I, I really appreciated. It. I'm pretty sure it was trailer master trailer master Jason who sent us an email saying. Um, First of all, letting us know about the problem, which we did already know about it, but we I really appreciated the email anyway, because what if we didn't know about it? Right. You know, um, and then also I really appreciated how patient he was with like, because that's a bummer. Yeah. You know what I mean, you go opening night, oh, you know, yeah. 3D, HFR, like, you yeah. know, and it didn't, we fixed it, you know, right. wrote, like immediately saw it was on the wrong channel and fixed it and it played fine the rest of the movie, but still it takes away. Yeah, you it know? takes you out. Yeah. Yeah. But... Other than that, you know, the high frame rate, we have labeled it a success. Okay. So all of our 3D shows from here on out are, for the for Avatar, are high frame rate. Really? Yeah. All of them? Not literally all of them, but the majority. Wow. Like we're going, we're, we're, we're leaning that way rather than the other way. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, okay. I don't, How do you rate this I movie? don't want to answer. I want to know. I don't know. I want to know. I this know. one's hard for me. to. I, yeah. I don't know if I know how yeah. I want to answer it. I'm going to answer it. It. it was the best movie I've ever seen. And the reason why I say that, yeah. I'll just try to give it some context, yeah. is because this movie is visually engaging and stunning to me. I didn't have any of the complaints that you had. Mm. So, therefore, I found it incredibly entertaining you know, and fun. And my only complaint about it is, is like you have alluded to, well, you articulated that there was too many plot points. The way I experienced that was it didn't have to be three hours. Yeah. You know, like there's lots of good movies. Like even Black Panther is two hours and 30 some minutes, but like that extra half hour just. Especially with all those plot points and then to have, you know, 15 minutes of them just like swimming around in scenery. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, have that. Right. But then cut some of the other stuff. Right. Like, I'm not saying t cut. I'm not like, I don't want to watch them swimming around in the scenery. Yeah. Like, that's fine. One or the other. I'm also tired of the avatars crying. 
like moaning and wailing and, mm. and I mean I get it. That's acting and that's drama and that's they're they're expressing their emotions. Yeah. But I'm like, hey man, I'm trying to have a good time. Yeah. You you bringing me down. Come on. What's baby, baby, come on. I could not I don't think I could have sat through them killing another whale. Right. I, that part was yeah. too much. Yeah. Well um, that's James Cameron. I mean that's his environmentalist. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So I usually go with would I recommend this movie? Yeah. I would, by the way. I have already told people I didn't think it was worth seeing. <gasps> However, I would watch this movie without complaining again. <laughs> like, I don't hate this. It's not like it's Morbius right, right, or right, Venom. Right. So I have to say best movie I've ever seen. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a recommendation to me. Okay, so do you want to know why this movie took 13 years? Yeah. Because I had to look it up. Desperately. Because I was like, this movie looks exactly, at, at least on par with the first one. Okay. Right? It's because he didn't want people to do the stop motion and pretend to be swimming. He wanted them to actually swim. So none of the actual things, none of the visuals that you see are... I mean, it's advanced because it's been right. 13 years, but none of that is the reason the movie was held back. The movie was held back until underwater motion capture had had been, the camera to perfected. capture motion underwater had been perfected mm. because usually they put the dots on you right. and that's how it tracks. But because right. of the way light works underwater, it didn't work. So they had to use beads to cover so there was no light coming in to the water. And then... Even so, water still reflects it re reflects differently. So, it was a matter of like developing the technology to capture that yeah. stuff underwater. And sure, you can say it's a, it looks like they're swimming for real because yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah. However, this movie is a fantasy movie, right? And you could have, and they're riding fantasy creatures, right? I would not have known if you had not captured that. The technical name for that is underwater banshees. Oh, yes. underwater yeah. banshees. I just Googled that. I oh, looked, I looked it you? up. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our top So tennis. we have a ringing endorsement. Best movie we've ever seen. Yeah. I cannot and stop talking David about David Moulton is urging all of you listeners to drop what you're doing and come see this movie. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Top 10 lists. Now, 2022 let's start. We're gonna start at ten, right? Yep. And what's our what's what's remind me and our listeners? What's the premise? Like, um, in other words, are we, we are saying? In, in other words, we want this top ten list to be. We want our top ten lists to be personal to us. Yeah. In other words, we're not trying to say these are the ten best movies of the year. Ten best movies to us. Right. Our favorite yeah. 10 movies of 2022 that we yeah. enjoyed the most. And we saw roughly 50 movies. Yeah. Well, Rough, roughly 50 movies. Yeah. I think I think you I probably saw more. I saw more. Yeah. Because there were weeks I watched movies that we didn't review. Right. Okay. Right. Um, and also there's, there's a little tiny, I'm not going to say where, but on my top 10 list is Babylon, which David hasn't seen yet. That's fair because I put a movie on here that did not play here, Called but was released. RRR. I drank that water without even the smallest hint of a laugh no. at that joke. None. None. So where does Damn. that bring us? 
<laughs> All right. Your number 10 movie, David. Mr. Malcolm's List. Okay. All right. Yeah. I This was not like the best period piece that I've ever seen. Um, however, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and maybe it's because I had been watching like this type of thing. It came out around Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. And I had been watching um, Bridgerton and mm-hmm. stuff. So it hit that itch. And I'll tell you what. The top five movies this year, easy. No problem. On, on your list. On my list. I gotcha. was like, top five, I've got it. Boom, 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 boom. Everything past there, I was like, I don't know if any of these yeah. deserve to be on my list. Okay. And then I had to really think about it, and I was like, what? Sh-? I literally put down all of them and then just kept shuffling them. Yeah, yeah. Being like, no, this one is definitely right. better than that. Yeah. And, you know, because there were movies I liked but didn't love, or yeah. there were movies that I thought I was going to love and just... Yeah. There's a surprising genre of film that's missing that's completely not here yes and i suspect that genre is completely missing from my list as well interesting so my number 10 movie amsterdam which i, oh, lo- yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved christian yeah. bale and that trio and just i loved seeing him in a movie that wasn't superhero or you know psychotic yeah. drama or anything like that i thought he was great and i thought the movie was fun and really enjoyed amsterdam I, I enjoyed Amsterdam a lot too, and I think one I keep forgetting about the movie, and that's why it didn't go on here. I, and that's what I would that's what I said to myself when you said Mr. Malcolm's List. Yeah, because people are like, "Oh, hey, I'm watching Amsterdam. I know you like that." I'm like, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Oh yeah, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool. I'm yeah. glad you. What do you think about it? Yeah, number nine, Glass Onion. Really? Yeah. Number nine. Yeah. Okay. I don't really have much more because we just talked about it, so we don't need to like really yeah, remind really ourselves about it. it yeah. But I really enjoyed the plot twists. I, uh-huh. I enjoyed the fact that I didn't see it coming. I loved the acting. I think I said in the review it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, which is something I always value. Right. Um, and I just thought it was great. Like it was yeah. just a fun, easy murder mystery. Yeah. 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 And I thought the acting was great. Soundtrack was great. Like everything about it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I'm not saying like, you know, it's it's number nine on my list. Number nine for me is probably the most controversial one on my list mm. because in my, I remember it fondly, mm. but I don't know if because <laughs> of who I, like who I watched it with and the jokes that we made along the way made the movie more enjoyable to me or if the movie was really that enjoyable, but it's definitely one that I've talked to, talked about, uh, you know, referencing some of the jokes that were made while watching it. And that's the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. The unbearable weight was on my top 10 list and got shuffled out. It was like, it was off and then it was back on. It was off. And I was like, no, like I have a very fond memory of this movie and I don't know if my memory, my fond memory is the movie. Right. Or the time I had watching it. Well, what I'll say about this movie is it should be on my top 10 list because what I remember about it, what I remember loving about it is it was so refreshing. Like it was, it was a very original premise. When they're, when they're like running around, they're like, those guys are following us. And it's just the two old dudes on the bench. Like there they are again. It's like the same two dudes like that. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun movie. I I think everything about that movie was fun. Yeah. It wasn't, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number eight on my list. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the Woman King? Yes. 
Um, I thought this movie was not necessarily as groundbreaking as we intended it or we were thinking it was as going we to be. hoped it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, it had some extra plot stuff that was not needed for mm-hmm. the overall story. However, quite enjoyable. The acting was superb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Viola Davis, amazing. Yeah. In this. This is another movie that should have been on my top 10 list, but is not in my top 10 list. Yeah. But it should be. Um, my number eight movie is Banshees of Inishirin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did not see that one. Yeah, it, and what I good. loved about this movie is it it takes pl- it's filmed on location. It, I remember watching this is the kind of movie I loved watching. It was like the story like this movie could have been ruined by a happy ending. Oh yeah. This yeah. movie could have been absolute ruined by a happy ending, but the way they end the story makes such a commentary on humanity and people and psychology and everything. So, so society, so, 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 so society, <laughs> everything about it like was fascinating. And it was a, to boot, it was funny mm-hmm. and it was a beautifully shot movie. I mean, I just recently rewatched it on TV at home just because I enjoyed it so What's much. It on? Uh, I think it's on Apple TV. <sighs> But I'm not positive. I could be wrong on that because I flip around all those. Cha- you know, I'm not good at remembering which channel it's on. But it was, yeah, it's it's streaming, so you can you can definitely. Yeah. Okay, my number four, or I'm sorry, going counting backwards, my number seven movie. This movie was off my top ten list, and then back on, and then off and on, in and out. I remember being disappointed in this movie. But it also stuck with me for a long time afterwards, and I'm talking about Nope. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. on your list? No. Yeah, <laughs> Nope. Or maybe it is. Yeah, or maybe. It's the number one movie. Yeah, I'll never tell. Yeah, I don't. I tell you. Here's the thing. I predict. Yeah. That by the time we get to end of our list, I will want to replace Nope with something else, mm. and I, I included a list of four honorable mentions. And I'm already like looking at those going, well, even this one could have been number seven instead of Nope. Yeah. Nope was good. Yeah. I thought about putting it on mine. I was like, yeah. I think for me, the deciding factor, the reason why I put it on my list is because it was so interesting. Yeah. Like it was really interesting movie. Yeah. I'll give it that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number seven for me is Down Abbey. Mm. And I think it might, I think it's purely just like fan devotion. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it there. This movie, unlike your first three, this movie's not on my top ten list. and Not I, on your radar. It, but no, you're not a fan of the show. No, but no, I'm a fan of the show. I'm not a super fan like you, but I'm a fan. I enjoyed yeah. it, and I enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie. The movie's, yeah. But, like, I, I, that's the thing. It's like, it's only this high up because I love the brand. Right. And not necessarily because I love the movie. Right. But that's fine. I think yeah. that's fine. It's your top ten list. Right. Right. Number six, mm-hmm. I have Death on the Nile. Oh, 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 oh boy. Which I, I, I really want them to keep making these movies. Yeah, I hope they keep making these movies yeah. too. This was the year of murder mystery. Yes. Because uh, we had this, we had uh, uh, See How They Run, yep. we had Glass Onion, yep. um, and they were all fantastic. Even Amsterdam, in a way, was, in a way, in a was way. a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My number six was not Death on the Nile, but it was kind of had a similar vibe. My number six was Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Oh, Remember that movie? I do. I loved that movie. Yeah. It was so, like, whatever the opposite of cynical is. 
It was one of those movies that you thought you were going to watch and be like, well, that was a movie I watched. Right. And instead you watched it and were like, I had a really good time. Right. I liked that movie. Right. I liked the characters. I liked the ending. It was a good, like, moral. Like, right. If she had not won out on the end, right. it would have been. Right. This was a movie unlike the Banshees of Anishiran. This is a movie that need, you better give me a happy ending on this movie or yeah. I'm going to be pissed. Right. But they did have a great ending, mm-hmm. and but not an obvious ending. Right, like no, it, yeah. it wasn't like oh, because yeah, you, you, you for a moment I legit thought this right. is not going to be a happy ending right. movie. Yeah, and you're just going to be like, well, it's one of those lessons learned uh, movies. Life's you know, you hard. Always get out. You know? Yeah, life sucks. Yeah. All right, my number five is Babylon. Okay. Now you haven't seen Babylon yet. No, I haven't. And I predict that a lot of people, once they see Babylon, Babylon is now playing, mm-hmm. and it is not performing where the studios expected it to perform. Yeah, It's not doing the business that people thought it would do. And I think it's because it's three hours long, three plus hours long. And the audience for this, unlike Avatar and unlike Black Panther, the audience for this is not into three hour long movies. Yeah. But the reason why this made my top 10 list is twofold. First of all, it's a great movie, entertaining, incredible soundtrack, incredible acting, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end, the commentary that you suddenly realize that this movie is making is about the movie business. And I thought it was a great commentary. And, you know, it's, it's basically like, hey, we're entertaining people, you know, and, and it's an important thing. It's, it matters, mm. you know, and there's, a, there's a, a rich tradition. And it's not, there's no actual heroes, you know, because everybody's flawed. Yeah. You know, but the 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 um, what do I want to say? The sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and it's I was, and maybe it's because you know I've, I've spent the majority of my adult life in the movie business, but the I was incredibly moved by this story, and especially towards the end of the movie, as it all comes together, and you realize the point that they're trying to make. You know, uh-huh. now that's number one. The number two reason why this is on my top 10 list is because there is a montage at the end of this movie that is unlike any montage you've ever seen. It's, I would, when you ask me to call to mind the most exciting, interesting, beautiful, artistic things that I've ever seen in a movie, this will forever be on that list. Really? Yes. It wow. is stunning. And it's not just like, oh, they did a great job of piecing together clips from famous movies. It's totally different than that. Wow. Yeah. It's artistic. Like, like, I just, I can't put words to it, but it's beautiful and it was incredibly well done. Movie was great. Wow. I'm really sorry that it's not doing well, mostly because I, I hate that fewer people will see it. Mm. I do want to see it. I honestly keep forgetting about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, moving on uh, to my phone shut down there. To number five, I had Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Hey, there you go. So Very we just talked about finally. that. Finally, so, yeah. Finally, I was wondering if we weren't having anything. That yeah, matched. yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was clearly top five for me. Okay. Like, because I just had such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. What Love do you have for movie. number five? I just gave you my number five was Babylon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you did. So now it's your turn okay. to walk us through number four. Number four. R R R. 
Pen, you need to watch this movie. And, and we got listeners' news and notes. Yeah. This week from who was it? Uh, everyone's favorite sister. Everyone's favorite sister saw this movie and what talked her husband into watching it. Right. Or did she? She did, was trying to talk her husband into watching it. I don't know if she did. All right. Then she watched it right. and, thought, and said she liked it, but not as much as Brawmaster. <laughs> Because Brawmaster was much more fantastical. This was more like over-the-top drama. And what platform is this on and when I want to go watch it? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. It was a theatrical release, just not in America. Well, it, it did some places, but not wide in America. Not in Lititz. <laughs> not in Lititz. Um, and it's fantastic. But it's then she said she learned that the, two, the main characters are actual historical characters mm. that never met in real life, but that's like a fictional, yeah. what if these two guys teamed up? And she's like, what if Abraham Lincoln and like, you know, some other president teamed up, Washington yeah. Yeah. teamed up and, and fought bad guys together or something. That'd be awesome. So- all right. Yeah. My, I will see that movie for you. I, I hope you do. Yeah. It's a long one, but yeah. it's it is great. And give it your attention. I don't don't do the don't do the well, I was riding the bike on the other side of the bathroom. No, listen, you know. here's the thing. The best way for me to pay attention to a movie is watch it while I'm on my bike. Okay. All right. I'm I'm, lo- I'm literally locked in watching the screen. Because you will laugh okay. a lot. I can't wait. Yeah. I actually I actually want to see this movie and keep either forgetting about it or not having enough time. Mm. Understood. Yeah. Well, because it's a, because it's a, uh, Dollywood, I think is the correct term movie. Bollywood. No, but it's, but not Bolly. There's like a Tollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's like another tier of it. Um, Anyway, because it's a it's an Indian an Indian film, it is two movies together. So there is a clear cut Inter- center intermission yeah. that you could stop at. Is there a dance off during the intermission? No, no, it's a clear like <laughs> cut to black, and then yeah, like title scene yeah comes up. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, my number four movie was See How They Run. Okay. The murder mystery. Yeah. Okay. My second murder mystery on the list. Right. I did not like this one as much as you did. Mm. I thought that it was like missing. I can't remember exactly what we said, but it, I, there were parts of it that let me down. Yeah. Okay. My number three movie was Bullet Train. Well, would you know that's my number three yes! movie? I was wondering, not only if we were going to have anything that was the same, yeah. but if we were having anything that matched up. Now, here's the thing. All right. Let's talk about Bullet Train, and then we'll talk about the yeah. final two. Because I, I know that our final two, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I know one of them that we have in common okay. that I agonized over whether or not to make it my number one. Mm. But let's talk about Bullet Train. This is this is interesting to me. So I have Brad Pitt in at least two movies. I, I wonder if I'm missing him in a third movie on that. But anyway, Brad Pitt, to me, makes this movie. Yes. This movie um, looked like it was just going to be okay and fun. Right turned out to be great and yeah, fun. Yeah. So much more so much funnier, so yeah. much more like entertaining. Right. But also like like there was character to it. Oh yeah. There was there oh, was yeah. a depth to it. Like I really want to watch this movie yeah. again. I'm surprised I, that I haven't. Yeah. I just rewatched it a couple weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Bullet Train if you haven't seen it, totally worth watching. You should go watch it. Yeah. All right, David. Uh, your number two movie, which will tell me what your number one movie is. If yeah. if you ever get, now, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not saying write us, you know, or anything, but just in the quietness of your heart. If you've been listening carefully all year, 
arms of an angel. <laughs> if you've been listening all year, then you know what David's number one movie yeah. is, right? Yeah, it should be easy right. to figure so out. So tell us, what's your number two movie? Glass Onion. Oh, snap. Oh, sna- so you faked me out because when I talked about it, you didn't let on. No. You were like, well, oh, I yeah, wanted this to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Glass Onions. And, and I think, if anything, if you listen back to our review of it, yeah. I went on and on about how I hate the subvert expectations trope. But this movie legit subverted my expectations yeah. of what I thought was going to happen. And it worked. And it 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 worked. It made me love this movie. I just wish he could have done that with Star Wars. I'm so glad to hear you say that because when I put it on my number nine and you were like, oh, number nine, I was like, maybe I missed something. Maybe I, uh, like this validates my decision to put it in my oh, top yeah, ten for list. Sure. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it makes it clear what my right. number one is. So your number one is everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. yes. Which I'm going to say is your number two. Which is my number two. Yeah. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is one of those movies that I have seen many times now, and I am always excited to watch. Um, you know what? He, you know why it's my number two and not my number one? Probably because I have not. Probably, oh, I thought because you just watched Avatar and it's the <laughs> last thing you saw. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything Everywhere All at Once. If somebody quick asked me what's the best movie of 2022, yeah. I would say Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. And I'm playing it in Lidditz at Penn Cinema yeah. as a result of that. Wow. Uh, it opens on New Year's Day. Wow. You know, so if you're, you know, looking to make plans, it's only in Lidditz, not in uh, Wilmington or Huntington Valley. But mm. um, everything, everywhere, all at once opens at Penn Cinema on New Year's Day, and it will play at least once a day all week. Wow. Starting there. But I wonder if I had seen it repeatedly at home a couple times, if, if I would have stayed more engaged with it and put it as my number one movie. Yeah. I mean, I know you've got RR to watch. Yeah. But is there anyone in your family who has not seen Everywhere All at Once? Everything, all, all of them. Watch it with someone who hasn't seen it before and experience the movie for the first time all with right. someone. Because like, cause you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. But that whole, like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Like, thing that happens where the movie, they're expecting one thing, and it just, like, constantly is, yeah. like, wackier than you'd expect it to be yeah 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 all right so before i announce my number one movie my number two movie was everything everywhere all at once right some honorable mentions you and i should discuss okay do, do you have any written no, down i'm good okay. I, I i'm gonna actually shut my phone my honorable mentions are don't worry darling i thought about that and then i thought no i didn't i mean i didn't i thought it was going to be something and it turned out to be something else and I didn't, this one didn't make my list because I was unsatisfied with the ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. But it, but it was a beautiful movie. Florence Pugh's incredible. Oh, she is incredible. Harry Styles was great. He's good too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on my list, have you seen Fableman's? I haven't seen it yet. This, no. didn't, this didn't make my list because I don't think it's, there's nothing special about it. There's nothing different about it. There's nothing sort of, you know, stunning about it, but it's a beautiful movie that, I could I could probably put it on my list instead of nope. Mm. You know, but I would just say like it's it's an incredible movie, but I the 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 thing I kept saying about it was if the plot wasn't about Steven Spielberg, would I have been as interested? Would it have been as interesting of a movie? Like if it was right. truly a fictional family, would it have had the same impact? And the answer is no, not at all. Uh, my third honorable mention is The Menu. The menu was one I argued with putting up on there yeah. because it was 
very interesting and weird. Yep. And what what when you think of the menu, what mental image first comes to your mind? That bad wig. On who? On uh, the star. No, on on um, Joy Taylor. I don't, Taylor. Yeah, I don't remember her. I I, I wasn't Never bothered cares. by the wig. A wig. Yeah, I wasn't bothered by it. What my mental image and this image alone makes me want to put it in my top ten, but I didn't. But still, it kind of like is worth it. That image at the end when she's sitting on the boat eating that cheeseburger, oh, yeah. and the whole thing just blows up on the horizon behind her, and she's eating that perfect cheeseburger. Like, oh man, that that's a cinematic moment that yeah, sticks with me. Cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, my fourth honorable mention movie, Jurassic World Dominion. It didn't even phase me to be on here. Yeah. You, and the other thing, I looked at the Mar Marvel movies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I should put them in the bottom five. Yeah. Like I, and I was like, yeah. you know what? There's other movies that are. Yeah. I'd rather put on my phone. Yeah. Five. So, I mean, Doctor Strange, if you look at it just from a money point of view, Doctor Strange was the highest, was the second highest grossing movie of the year. Thor was the fourth highest grossing movie, and Black Panther was the sixth black, uh, highest grossing movie. Spider-Man No Way Home was the ninth. That was December, though. What, Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it opened in December of 21. Yeah. That right, would have right, made right. my top ten if it was this year. Yeah, yeah. But it was not. Right, right. Um, but anyway, so what do you think my number one movie is? Avatar Way of the Water. My number one movie? Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that come. That was how not on the top 10 it was for me. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. Wow. It was our number one highest grossing movie. It was the first movie. First of all, I should say I loved it. Yeah. But second of all, I loved it. And then that was underscored kind of like what you said about Downton Abbey. Like my love of the first Top Gun movie, which by the way came out when I was 15. So mm -hmm. I was like the perfect target audience. Sure. You know, like I'm all, I was literally the target audience. And then the emotional joy that I took in having a blockbuster, a proper blockbuster in the movie theater in the summer of 2022, like we needed that. Can you I, know what I mean? Can I tell you a secret about Top Gun, Maverick? Wait, one, let me give you one last okay. little bit about yeah. why that movie yeah. was so special to me that movie set and crushed set a new record for longest run it played in penn cinema for 24 weeks wow. which is almost Huge. a half a year yeah. almost six months and it it died off at the end kind of quickly so in other words what was interesting about it is when in its 20th week and its 21st week, it was still playing clean. It was still playing four shows a day, yeah, which is unheard of. And that movie, the, the experience that I had booking that movie and supporting that movie and promoting that movie for 24 weeks with my friend, John Beale from Paramount pictures, that was a great experience. Like the two of us had a blast supporting that movie and, and doing that. And that's an experience that underscores my that's the the lens through which I'm watching this movie. I loved it. I saw it three times in its, wow. in its opening week. And each time I was just happy as a pig in shit to see it again. So my secret about this movie. Yeah. Right? Well, you've heard our reviews. Um, I don't really have anything. I'm not, not, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Right. But I also just don't care for it. Right. Like it's just kind of, this movie is incredibly forgettable for me. Like right. I just whatever right but 
where usually, like you said, I will be outspoken and very much like I have an opinion and it's your opinion now, you know, this is one of those movies that I know that I am in such the minority that what we would refer to as quote unquote normies love this movie so much and want to talk about it when they won't talk about any movie that when people are like, have you seen Top Gun? My answer is I have. That's it. And like, oh, it was so great, wasn't it? I I did like it. I saw it. I did. <laughs> and then and then they wanna they wanna like I let them carry the whole conversation. Right. And I just am like, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. Like I will BS myself way through it the same way that you do when you haven't seen a movie and I ask you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. I've never done That's that. That's never. Honestly. Honestly. All right. Well, we're not going to do any uh, listener feedback this week. We'll hold that probably for our second episode of the year. I don't know if we'll do it uh, next week or not. It depends on what we got some. We, we got some good, nice letters, and, yeah. and we will sincerely. We will get to them. We will get to please, them. Please keep sending them. Yes. And we yeah. will, at this moment, sincerely wish everybody yeah. a very prosperous and healthy 2023. Right. Yeah. So just because we're doing these holiday special things, we're just going to. Yeah. Hold on to it. But I do want to talk to you about what you've been doing outside of the theater. What you've been doing, what you've been watching, yeah. what you've you been doing. You can make it quick, but yeah. I, I have yeah. something that I definitely yeah, want to please, talk about. Please. So we, you want to go or you want me no, to go? No, 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 please. Okay. I have watched, and, and this is what's funny because I watched, I told someone about the show, they watched it and they binged it. And they're like, have you seen it? And I'm like, no, no, I am like piecemealing this. Mm. I have to be in the right mood it has to be the right time of day i have no fear of falling asleep i don't i want to be <laughs> in the correct mood because right. of this i want to zen into this mm. and it's a, it's a show called murderville mm. and if you watch one episode on what's streaming it's on netflix okay watch the christmas special which <laughs> when you search for it it comes up under episode not under episodes it's under collections do you have to watch it in order is no. it oh okay no. so let me tell you the premise okay will arnett plays a detective. Love him. Right? Hilarious already. Every episode he gets assigned a new partner, <laughs> a trainee. And the new partner is some sort of, it's, so, there's, so there's like, like the first episode's Conan O'Brien, the second episode's a football player, the Christmas special is um, Jason Bateman and Will, and, uh, and uh, Maya Rudolph. Uh, but the thing is, the trainee knows that they're going on a show called Murderville. Maybe they've seen an episode of it. They have no script. And they have to go purely off the prompts given to them. And it's always the same. They come in. He's like, why do you want to be a detective? And then they've got to, like, make up a story. Yeah. And he, like, yeah. interrogates them. And then all of a sudden a murder's happened. And then they've got to go investigate the murder. <laughs> and then they ha- there's always three suspects the show's only 30 minutes so yeah. it's, it's fast and there's three suspects and something along the way with one of the suspects the guest star has to go deep undercover where they get an earpiece and they have to go and like interact with a group of actors <laughs> with no like and they have to do whatever right. will arnett's telling them to do which is always over the top ridiculous of course. right <laughs> so it's all ad-libbing and everything and then at the end of the show the because it's kind of like a game show at the end of the show the guest star has to say who of the three mm. people murdered. And if they get it wrong, they get quote unquote fired. If they get it right, they're the best detective of the year. I got to. <laughs> and, and they do reveal like yeah. 
this is the clues that you should have picked up on that like we fed you. Oh my you. god, how have I missed this show? If you watch one episode, watch the Christmas special because I laughed so hard at the Christmas special because of all the, I've seen three, the first two episodes in the Christmas special, of all of them, the Christmas special has the most of people like on it cracking up and losing character, which makes it even funnier. Like <laughs> the dead person like can't stop laughing on the floor, you know, that kind of thing. So worth your time. Oh my God. That sounds so, amazing. It, it is so good. It even survived my mom to calling up and going, you should watch the show. And I had already seen it and not been like, mom, mom, come on, tell me what to do. You know what? When you were describing that, like, have you ever experienced this where like the show sounds amazing, but what I'm really thinking while you're describing it is what I'm really thinking is, Oh, I want to be one of the guest stars. Right. <laughs> like, right. I want to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that would, would be, be so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the parts of the show that I think like it makes it excel. But for like Conan O'Brien, who is a just pure natural yeah. ad libber. Right. Like I felt that it, it was missing a little something with him because it was so natural for him to just like. It was almost with, too good. He was just too easy for him. Yeah. But the actors that are like, uh, like yeah. they don't know how to act. Yeah. Like Jason Bateman was perfect. Are they it. given a character or are they playing they themselves? They play themselves. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who they, they, and, and usually it's like, well, what did you do before this? And like, oh, well, I used to be an actor and now I want to be a detective. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, he usually makes fun of them in some ways. Anyway. Gotcha. It's great. What do you, what do you got to talk about? I have nothing really crazy. Yeah. Like nothing like that. But just here's some interesting things. Yeah. I'm continuing to plow through Wednesday. Nice. I mean, that show is so fun. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's like we talked about before. It's not really my typical show, but I'm into it for some reason. Like I'm hooked. Um, also on YouTube, I watched a behind the scenes special on Mission Impossible Seven with Tom oh, Cruise jumping out of the jumping practicing for the stunt where he drives a motorcycle yeah. off the cliff and parachuting a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is incredible. Like this, you cannot, you cannot watch this. It's short. It's like, I want to say it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. You cannot watch this behind the scenes and not respect Tom Cruise. See, I usually watch these and they're amazing, but I'm saving it till after because I want to, I don't know what the stunt is. Don't tell me. I want to watch the movie and be like, what? But yeah. like, he did that for real? Yeah. Instead of being like, Hey, hey, hey. How much he did, longer till? He did that yeah. for real. Did you know he did that? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then also I watched a documentary on Netflix called Volcano at Kawakanahani or some oh. a volcano that I can't pronounce in New, in New Zealand. And this is a documentary about a volcano that exploded while tourists were on the volcano. Whoa. I mean, it's hard to watch, you know, because it's, I mean, people die. Yeah. Like dead. Reminds me of a lyric from one of my most listened to songs mm. you're trying to dante this peak but i'm trying to andre this beat <laughs> i'm just saying are you though <sighs> i could be a rapper so next week we will discuss our next episode next episode we will discuss our favorite our our most anticipated films of 2023 and yeah. also now, David, don't listen, but I'm just going to tell the listeners okay, I'm not. that I'm going to surprise David. Are you saying something? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth right now? I'm going to surprise David by asking him what his hopes are for 2023. Wow. 
some heavy shit. He's going to be shocked when he hears that yeah. question. So surprised. Yeah. All right. Well, look, if you want to be a part of the show, <laughs> best way to do that is shoot an email, podcast at pencinema.com. Right. But if you want to support the show mm. this year and into the next, what's the right. number one way people can do that? Well, I mean, what a lot of kids are doing nowadays mm. is they go to the mall. Yeah. Now, a lot of people think that only kids can sit on Santa's lap. Okay. Right, but that's not the case. No, as a Santa. Right. I know. Yeah. So you adults go to sit on Santa's lap. When he asks you, young boy, young girl, young mm. man, young woman, what would you like for Christmas? Tell him, I would like all the little boys and girls in the world to be able to listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. Wow. And then way I see it, Santa is going to hook it up and our listening numbers are going to through the roof. Right. I'm saying, can you imagine if you get Santa on your side? Yeah. I mean, my God, he's That'd got connections crazy. all over the world. Oh, geez. He knows everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. By the way, Violent Night, not on anybody's top 10 list, but I thought about it. No, I, I thought about it. I didn't think about it, but I, <laughs> I it's in a movie. I like. I, it's it's yeah. a movie. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Cinema Podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care and party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.